Hello, and welcome to Inspiring Quesco, a series of conversations with members of our Quesco team. We'll hear their stories and celebrate their successes as we share a little about what makes them and our Quesco organization so special. I'm Jason Randall, Quesco's CEO, and I'm happy to be joined today by a valued member of our sales team, Senior Business Development Manager, Grant Garrison. Grant, welcome to the conversation. Thanks for having me, Jason. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure as well. Now, share with us and our audience uh, what it means to be in sales at Quesco and to carry that senior BDM title. Definitely. So, um, you know, basically what what we do or what I do is um, I am the face of Quesco going out into the the community and the industry and trying to meet with business owners, key executives of, of small to mid-sized businesses, and just really having open conversations about their, their company, um, what, what they're looking to do, what their goals are in the next few years, and more importantly, what is holding them back from being at a point to where they want to get their company to, you know, what... What are short shortcomings, maybe some concerns they have, um, some administrative burdens that are bogging them or their employees down and, and not allowing them to focus on the growth um, that they're really looking for in their company. So it's really fun. Uh, you get to hear a lot of stories about how people got into business, um, how they built it from the ground up and their success stories on the way. So it's a really uh, interesting job. Uh, you get to hear a lot of interesting stories and meet a lot of interesting people. But um, really, our focus is, um, like, I, like I alluded to before, just trying to help people out, um, allow them to run their business and, and make them successful. And of course, as with any position that involves a fair amount of prospecting and, and development of opportunities, most of our organization only sees an opportunity when it's very substantially along. Um, whereas you were, you were talking to people, you know, sometimes cold, sometimes it's a referral, but success is predicated on a whole lot of rejection, right? So I think that's a, that's an element of the role that isn't as appreciated as often as just how much work it takes to get someone who is ready and able to talk with us. I hope you can speak to that a little bit about, you know, sort of that refining process to get to an opportunity. Yeah. I mean, you know, the saying is, uh, a no is is getting you closer to a yes, right? So, um, I've I've been doing this for a while now, and there are people that I've spoken to for probably seven years, and you know, for six years it's never the right time, and then that seventh year something happens, something falls apart, and then all of a sudden we we need to take a look. But um, there's a lot of different reasons that a prospect may want to meet with us. Um, obviously, some of those may be health insurance benefits. That's been a big factor over the past couple of years. Um, workers' compensation coverage. Um, but a lot of, of what I've been seeing, especially over the past couple of years, is uh, especially with what we just went through um, with the pandemic the past couple of years is Companies moving from the reactive HR standpoint of, okay, when something happens, then we kind of need to backpedal and what do we need to do? How do we fix this? Who do we need to speak to? And really moving more into a proactive HR approach of, okay, let's sit down and kind of put some things in place 
to where if and when something does happen, we already have processes and documentation in place to where uh, we're not going to be running around with our hair on fire trying to trying to fix this thing. Uh, we've kind of already put the things in place we need to take care of it. And so um, that's why the conversations we have with these businesses, you have to talk about a lot of different things because as a PEO, we kind of have our four pillars or foundational areas of, of where we help our clients with you know, risk management, benefits, payroll, and human resources. But there's a lot of stuff that falls within each one of those categories. And so you really kind of have to dig deep sometimes because most of these employers, um, they may have a CFO or an HR director or an office manager that's handling a lot of this stuff internally that they may not be fully aware of some of the shortfallings or problems that they're having. So you really kind of have to get deep into the weeds in these conversations and sometimes even make them aware of things that um, are affecting their business that that they didn't know about. So um, it's it's a lot of conversation, a lot of asking questions and listening. Um, and then once you kind of hear uh, those things that they may have some need in certain areas or some problems, then it's our, our job basically to assess that and then sit down and, and speak to them about what Questco does and how we might be able to help them out. And to a point you made a moment ago, it sounds like the expectations out there are rising uh, year over year to where what they expect out of an organization like ours is dramatically different and more than it might have been even four or five years ago. Oh, most definitely. Um, I mean, just our industry in general over the past couple of years has grown substantially. And I, I really think it's more of with so much legislation happening, uh, litigation happening, labor laws changes. It's just a, a constant onslaught of changes as an employer that you can't just rely on Google right to to walk you through that there's a lot of liability and compliance that falls on you and so i think employers are realizing now you really need someone not just as a consultant who can who can kind of tell you what to do but in this peo shared employment agreement we're in it together and i always tell my prospects and my clients that's that's probably the biggest difference between us and just an HR consultant or a, a payroll company or a, a benefits broker is, we want to make sure that you have the very best and all of your bases are covered because we have skin in the game. We're in it together. Your employees are our employees. We're co-employing them. So you can rest assured um, that you're getting the best possible advice you can. And it's not just a kind of scripted vanilla talk track that every single one of a, a vendor's clients gets. And that notion of in it together, to me, is a really powerful one. And I'm, I'm interested in your perspective and insights, given your status as one of the longest tenured uh, sales resources, BDMs, that, that we have. Um, how have you seen our company respond to this heightened sense of expectations from the client base? Oh, goodness. I mean, it's... Um... It's constantly changing. Um, and that's the interesting thing is that um, I've worked for another PEO and I'm, I'm obviously fairly familiar with some of our competitors. And 
a lot of what they offer either due to their size or just their offering in general is kind of a, a boxed um, offering. It's kind of an all or nothing. Whereas at Questco, you know, luckily we have executives like yourself who really sit down and, and have these conversations and listen uh, to what our clients are asking for. We have clients who ask for a lot of different one-off type things that a PEO wouldn't normally offer um, or may just say, hey, we don't do this, right? But um, I have definitely seen in many instances to where uh, as a team, a business development manager, our client services team and our executives, we sit down and say, hey, our client's asking us for this solution. What what are our options and how can we go about possibly putting something together uh, to, to help them with this? And so there's a lot of flexibility in what we do. There's a lot of personalization in what we do for our clients that I just don't think you will see uh, throughout the rest of, of the industry. And, and that's the other side of it, too, is I think our clients see that, right? It's not just a no it's a, hey, let's have a discussion. Let's sit down. Let's figure out really what what do you need and what do you want? And let's have an open conversation about um, what what we could possibly do to help you out with that. Yeah, I think for my seat, there's a there's a obsession that, that I have with making sure that we're supporting our, our sales team as best we can. And a huge part of that is really making sure our product set is there so that you have something substantial to talk about. And, you know, in fact, since you've joined us, virtually everything is different from enhanced workers' comp uh, capabilities and programs, different uh, master medical, um, different teams across our service organization, while still really maintaining that heart of the caregivers that we've been known for for, for 30 years. Um, so I know you've had to uh, adjust along the way, and I think that's ultimately a good thing as your performance has been there. Um, you know, to the extent that this is in part a conversation to recognize your outstanding performance, I want to tip my cap to you. We're just uh, we're just back from our Circle of Excellence trip where we uh, commemorated uh, your exceptional performance in a place with uh, sunnier skies and, and uh, sandier beaches. And just want to, again, commend you for an outstanding 2021. And now as we're rolling forward, um, how do you keep your own motiv motivation high and, and get up and do it again? Well, gosh, after coming back from this trip, that's definitely a, a, a great way to, to get myself motivated, man. I want to I want to get back on one of those trips. But no, it's really honestly, um, first and for foremost is my family, um, my wife and our two six and eight year old boys. Um, you know, I'm not a uh, I'm not a big spender. I'm, I'm a pretty simple guy, um, but I want my my wife and children to have whatever I can give them and to feel comfortable and have the best life they possibly can. Um, and so that's first and foremost, um, my drive, uh, my faith um, and really just, you know, having these conversations with business owners and seeing especially, you know, when I mentioned it before. Over these past two years, having conversations with business owners that were literally on the verge of shutting their doors. I mean, they they did not think they were going to make it. They didn't know what to do, where to go. And um, we were able to work with them and, and keep their doors open and more importantly, keep, keep their employees employed. Um, so there is a very uh, satisfying feeling about working with a business owner or um, key executives in a business and 
making it better, not just for them, but for their employees. And, um, you know, the thing I love about Questco as well is I, I don't, and I hope I don't offend anybody here. I, I don't feel like a, a door-to-door salesman to where I'm just trying to force force my product or widget on everybody, right? We are not the perfect fit for every company or organization, but um, if you're able to have open and honest conversations, a lot of times um, in either one or two or three of those areas, we can significantly change um, the trajectory of an organization and whether that's through better benefits for their employees, um, whether that's, you know, putting in a PTO policy for their employees, whether it is taking the administrative burden off of someone who really their focus is something completely different in the company, but they've had to take on so many different things and wear so many different hats. So um, I, I, you know, obviously, selfishly, I, I, I want to do as well as I can for me and my family, but um, there's a lot of secondary satisfaction coming through when, um, again, you, you hear from your clients, you know, this has really made a difference for us, but also for our employees. Yeah, it's, it's nice, nice to be behind something that has a head and heart and in this case, head and heart and wallet component too, that you can really improve meaningfully uh, the lives of the prospects and those in their employee. And uh, you know, you're, you've been a great messenger, uh, you know, behind that elemental thought that hey, we can really do good out there in the world, and let's go out and spread that message. Yeah, it it never hurts when uh, when you can do some good and and uh, still you know do well for yourself financially. But um, it's I, I think sales. Um, there's a lot of books out there about, you know, tricks and, and talk points and all these, these different things. People are, I feel like they're always trying to find the, the right way to do sales. And my dad, when, when I was, you know, took my first job and it was as a, a shoe salesman at just for feet, if anybody remembers the giant, uh, shoe warehouses, but, um, I kept telling him, I said, dad, man, these guys are selling all these people, all these expensive shoes, and it's not what they're looking for. And they're winning all these contests and everything. And he said, Hey, he said, look, he said, it's easy, bud. He said, ask somebody what they want or they need and let them know if you can give it to them or not. And if you can't tell them you can't and, and maybe tell them where they might be able to find it. He said, people will come back to you time after time after time. And funny enough, as a high school kid working at just for feet, I would have come people come back to me, repeat customers buying tennis shoes from me. Um, so I, I, I think it's a lot simpler than we make it. And I know there's a kind of a stigma around sales of, you know, as a prospect, you've got to keep your, your cards close to your chest. And it's this chess game of back and forth The the best clients I have and the most successful deals that I've had or when you can sit down with a prospect and just everybody lays their cards on the table, you have a very honest conversation and simply say, hey, what do you need? And let me let me tell you if I can do it for you or not. 
Yeah, you're renowned for having uh, a lot of respect for the intellect, for the acumen of the prospects that you serve, and really just having business conversations with them. And I'm curious, uh, you know, you, you've alluded to it somewhat from you know, time-honored advice from your own dad, but now that, that you're in an advice-giving position as a senior business development manager, um, what advice would you have for those that are contemplating a sales career at Questco? Or what makes the difference between those that succeed and those that, that are not able to achieve that level of success? So... First and foremost, um, and, and I was unfortunately um, one of the people who did this when I first came on, is there's a lot that you learn when you're trying to sell PEO, and it constantly changes. Um, so I feel like when you first start, you really kind of train yourself up on all these different things, and then you get, you get on a phone call with a prospect or get in front of a prospect, and you just verbally throw up all over them and talk nonstop and try to teach them everything about PEO in 20 minutes. And um, the most successful opportunities I've had are asking questions and getting the business owner or key executive speaking about their business because they'll tell you what's good and, and what, what needs to change. But also, and I just spoke with a prospect about this yesterday who was, who was talking with some of our competitors. And they asked me a question. And I said, honestly, I said, uh, I have an idea, but I'm not going to tell you one way or the other because I don't, I don't want to give you a wrong answer. So let me go back and check. Let me talk to a couple of people and I'll get you the right answer. And they said, you know what? you're the first out of the three companies that we spoke to that didn't try to answer that that question on the spot and go on and on and talk through it to where at least one or two of the people we spoke with, they said, we we're pretty sure that what they were telling us wasn't correct. So I would definitely say, don't have all the answers, right? You gain a lot of credibility with people when you're not a know-it-all, when you are a Hey, let me find out. I'm not sure. Let me find out for you. Let me let me get you some answers because um, people get pretty skeptical when you have the answer to everything. So um, no matter how much you think you know, or if you're 99.9% positive, I would always suggest saying, you know what? Let me get one one of my HR team members. I'm 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 not a certified HR specialist. I don't run payroll for our company, so. Let me talk to the expert and get you an answer, and then I'll get back to you. And it gives you another reason to to touch base with the prospect again. So, yeah, I feel like uh, our our sales force writ large should sort of rewind that last sixty to ninety seconds and just re listen. It's such a powerful point that uh, you needn't know everything, but you need to um, know the prospect and know enough about the need to harvest the collective resources of organization. Because among our team, we have that answer for you. So no need to fake it. No need to uh, be embarrassed that you might not know something, but instead keep the positivity up and the confidence up. And I think it takes a really confident person to say, actually, I don't know the exact answer to that. And that's an important question. Let me follow up with you and get to a better place. Uh, yeah, I completely agree. And um, just, you know, to your point, you got to know, you know, 10 to 20 questions to ask and then just kind of let the prospect roll with it. Generally, if you ask somebody about their business, 
um, they could probably fill whatever amount of time you have with them um, with <laughs> with some information for you about about their business and how it got its how it got started and some some hardships that they've had. But yeah, I mean, to to your point again, I I think just asking the right questions and showing that you care, um, you know, having empathy and um, really trying showing that you're trying to understand where they are coming from and not trying to make them understand where you are coming from. Right. I mean, again, not everything we do is going to fully impact an organization. There may be certain pieces that, that do so more than others, but um, you really need to listen to the prospect and let them tell you um, how to, uh, construct the right type of solution for their organization through Questco and not just try to, you know, put a square peg in a circle hole every single time. Sure. So we'll, we'll need to leave the sales seminar right there, other than you're, you're full of some wonderful insight that you're able to execute uh, on consistently. So kudos to you, Grant. Um, you know, you've, you've mentioned that your father has been an influence and that as a father, your, your own family is an inspiration. And I'm curious, what else drives you outside of work? I know you have a rich, rich life outside of the workplace. Uh, so what are you energized by and what are you proud of? Um, yeah, I mean, again, uh, faith. We're we are very um, we're very into um, our current church that that we go to. We have the boys in it. Aaron and I um, and another couple run a Sunday school, and um, you know, definitely being in this position with the highs and lows, it, it's good to have um, something there that's strong to kind of. <laughs> keep, keep me sane and keep my, my head on my shoulders. But other than that, I mean, I love, I love being outside play, I play golf. Um, I coach, uh, one of my son's baseball teams and, and, um, the other one's starting to play as well. And so I, it's really my, my wife, um, my kids. In fact, last night we had a baseball game and my oldest son, I coach his team and like his father, he's, Probably not going to be the fastest, strongest, most most athletic kid out there. But um, after the game, we always give a game ball out. And I kind of started talking and I said, you know, there's there's one guy on our team who every single game, no matter if we're batting or we're in the field, if I just don't say anything and listen, I can I can hear one person cheering for their teammate, cheering for their their teammate who's hitting, telling, you know, telling a teammate if they missed a ball that it's fine, get ready for the next one. And as soon as I started saying that, every single kid on that team turned and pointed right at my son. And they already knew it was him who I was talking about. And more than any home run or game-winning hit or or double play or whatever, that made me the most proud as a dad ever. And so um, trying to be a great mentor and example for my my children, um, hopefully they'll be incredibly better than as a human being as I am. But that's that's really what energizes me is just being around my family and and making them happy. 
Well, Grant, there's very there are very few joys that are as great as being able to pay it forward, which is in large part what you've been able to do in our, our brief discussion here today. So again, kudos on your past accomplishment. It's been quite a ride together and look forward to many more journeys to come. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Jason. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. 